Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So, as I say, welcome and here we are, start of the week. Uh, what a great way to get things underway by taking time out uh, to come together, to share and to worship the Lord. I'll be using Common Prayer, and you can find that at commonprayer.net if you wish to follow it online. Um, O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you, as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's a great prayer to use, isn't it? Short, simple, but profound. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And this morning we have some verses from Psalm 25, it's verses 6 to 10. Remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. Remember me according to your love for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Gracious and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in his way. He guides the humble in doing right and teaches his way to the lowly. All the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, forgive my sin, for it is great. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I've got to say, aren't there some wonderful verses in that short passage from Psalm 25? Verse 6, remember me according to your love and for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Gracious and upright is the Lord. He guides the humble in doing right. All the paths of the Lord are love and faithfulness. They're things to hold on to each day, aren't they? So this morning's reading is from the Gospel of St. Luke and it's chapter 10. And it follows on from the, from the last uh, passage that we looked at on Saturday. Chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. You'll know this passage. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. And love your neighbour as yourself. 
You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. It says that the teacher of the law wanted to test Jesus. I'm not sure quite what that might mean. Whether he wanted to see how well Jesus knew the scriptures. Or whether he was trying to trap Jesus. But he then goes on to say, what must I do? What must I do to gain, to inherit eternal life? And we've met that before, haven't we? In the story of the, the rich young man who seemed to equate doing with salvation. And didn't seem to appreciate grace, God's grace. And that's not to say that doing shouldn't happen. But it's, it's why does the doing take place? Is the doing the way of getting to eternal life? Or is the doing a response to the love that God shows, to the grace that God pours out each day? And having been uh, blessed by God's grace, is the doing the response to that? And it's interesting, isn't it, that in this passage, the teacher of the law quotes those verses from the Old Testament that Jesus himself quoted at other points, summing up the commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And love your neighbour as yourself. And those put together sort of add up to complete devotion to the Lord, doesn't it? encompass everything but then Jesus goes on to tell that parable and and as ever he challenges uh, norms he challenges conventions we're not actually told why the priest and the Levite walked past but could well have been 
perfectly good, strong reasons if they thought the man was dead. For instance, if they touched him, they would have been ritually unclean and unable to perform their duties. So there may well have been reasons. We don't know. But put yourself in the place of uh, a hearer at that point. The last person you would have expected Jesus to mention as the next one to come along would have been one of those hated Samaritans. People would avoid walking through Samaria if they were travelling from the north in Galilee to Jerusalem. They'd go round Samaria if they could. The depth of feeling was so great. So then Jesus talks about a Samaritan. Ah, a Samaritan helping. And finally asks, so which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers. And of course, the answer is the one who had mercy. The least expected of the three. And there's a question there for us. Uh, it's very... Uh, I'll, I'll use the word easy for us to think, well, who is my neighbour? Who's the one who'll help me if I'm in trouble? But there's also a question for us to ponder today and each day, and it, it turns it round a little bit, but it's, I think it's just as valid, and that is, who am I a neighbour to? In terms of that story that Jesus told, had it been a Samaritan on the road, and I'd been walking along as the third one, would I have stopped? Would I have gone to help? And so the whole thing gets wrapped up. Who are our neighbours? And to whom am I and can I be a good neighbour? Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. In the anonymously authored way of the pilgrim, we find these words. My whole desire was fixed upon one thing only, to say the prayer of Jesus. And as soon as I went on with it, I was filled with joy and relief. It was as though my lips and my tongue pronounced the words entirely of themselves, without any urging from me. I spent the whole day in a state of the greatest contentment. I lived as though in another world. Summed up in these words, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. So we come to our time now for prayers of intercession, when we pray for others. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you that we can come together freely and openly to worship you. And we pray for those people 
around the world, those Christians around the world who can't have the same freedom that we enjoy. For whom worship can lead to trouble. And we pray that you will give them the, the courage and the strength to persevere, Lord. Knowing that you are with them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for all the people who here and in Europe have been affected by the, the really violent weather, the rainfall, the strong winds over the weekend. And just this morning there have been images on the news from the south of France and from Italy of the devastation that's been caused. We pray for those who have lost everything, who have had to stand and watch their houses being swept away. For those who've lost loved ones. And we pray for the emergency services struggling to, to restore some form of normality, some form of order in those chaotic places, Lord, caused by the, the severe weather. And for those places in this country that have been flooded, there are some uh, really dramatic images. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for our government at the moment as it um, seeks ways forward to, to help to reduce the effects of the coronavirus. We pray for wisdom for them that they will make good, strong decisions to help in this situation. And we pray for all those people who are now in a, <coughs> excuse me, in a tighter lockdown as the number of cases rises. And in particular this morning, Lord, we pray for the situation in care homes. And for those families who can't, at the moment, actually go and visit their loved ones. For the stress and the strain that that puts on them. Lord, you know them. You know their needs. We pray that you will walk with them and comfort them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for those who are suffering the pain of illness. So many apart from those suffering the coronavirus. And we'll just take a moment, Lord, so we can bring to you in the silence anybody that you put on our hearts and 
as part of our prayers, we continue to pray for Ireland. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for our village, for everybody who lives and works here. We pray for our schools, for the children, for the staff. That's the whole staff, Lord. Everybody who helps to make our schools run smoothly and provide opportunities for our children. Pray you'll make them places of safety, Lord, and security. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we bring our prayer time to a close by saying together the Lord's Prayer. I'll be using the traditional version. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Lord, teach us to pray without ceasing, even when words escape us, and to work toward your kingdom, even when we cannot see it. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen. So thank you once again for joining us at St Thomas's. Uh, do remember that um, morning prayer continues each day this week and tomorrow and then on Saturday from 10 to 12 the church will be open for personal prayer. And so this morning, let us go out in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. <laughs>